the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Apopka. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. And it's a great day to be an Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue. We're sitting right out front. In fact, uh, thanks to Joe Ferrara who's joining me. We've got the Sports Central banner right in front. And it's uh, going to have a great show for you today. Come by. Beep your horn. Beep your horn as you go by, and we'll give you a shout-out on the radio. Um, it's going to be a great day of baseball and barbecue at Porky's Original Barbecue in downtown Apopka. We're going to be here talking baseball for the full hour with Greg Phillips representing Apopka Little League. We'll be back again tonight at 7 p.m. broadcasting live for um, another baseball and barbecue event with Coach, talking about Apopka Blue Darter High School baseball. And we'll have Coach Lasseter joining us, and he's going to have some of his outstanding players with him as well. And they will include Nick Barber. Jonathan Alicier and Cameron Stewart. So that's that's the lineup for today. Come up and see us today for lunch at Porky's and then come back tonight for dinner at Porky's. It's a great day of baseball and barbecue on 1520 WBCW at Porky's Original Barbecue. Now let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Greg Phillips. Greg, thanks for coming over. Thanks for joining us again. Thanks for asking me to come in. I appreciate it. So you're representing for your uh, Chicago Cubs there with a like, my bright blue uh, Cubs baseball shirt, T-shirt. That's right. Well, Popka blue and Cubs blue my whole life. It's, um, I just, I'm just i looking forward to speaking with you about Apopka Little League. In fact, we're looking forward to having another show with you um, on Apopka Little League here on, on the nighttime version maybe um, at Porky's. But we'll talk about that later. But just bring us up to date. I know you finished a great season, regular season. Then you had team tournaments, and now those are all over, and you're embarking upon um, our all stars. But tell, first of all, just give us an overview of, of what, where we are right now with the Popular Little League. Uh, a Popular League, like you said, the, uh, the the regular season was over about two and a half, three weeks ago, and they had the top team tournament, and um, our, our our teams, what, what, the uh, majors, made it to the semifinals. The minors made it to the semifinals also. None, neither one made it to the finals, but they, they, they represented very well. Um, I got to go over and watch a couple games for, for the majors because the DeVita boys, who everyone knows that they, they've been on this show before, uh, they, were, they were part of the uh, pitching duo for the uh, top team tournament. And I got to go over and watch them play. And they, they went up against a, a Maitland team that they had a there. Because this this kid walked up to the plate and he looked thirty. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his kids were cheering for him in the, in yeah, the stands. Yeah, I, I believe I, from West yeah, Orange. I believe it's eleven year old shaved before he went to the went to the tournament. <laughs> and 
he, he, I, I, I was I was looking at the kid and I'm going, okay, there's something wrong over here. And he got up and hit a ball about 340 feet on his first swing. I'm going, okay, this isn't right. And it, the, the the kid he was it, probably a pretty good pitcher too, right? Uh, he was a very good pitcher. However, they had three very good pitchers on that team. They they saw we saw all three of them against them. But the kids hit the ball well. Uh, they just, they just couldn't pull pull it out at the end to make it to the finals to go against Oviedo. Um, we got the All-Stars that are started up now. The nine-year-old All-Stars have already started their tournament. Matter of fact, they're 2-0. and uh, They won last night. They played last night against Oviedo and beat them 2-1. Uh, Vito's always had a very strong team out there, and the nine-year-olds uh, held their own and beat, beat them 2-1 last night. Um, their other All-Star tournaments start next week. It's great to hear we're doing well. We always like to talk about the Little League on Blue Daughter Sports Central. There's a great blue daughter blowing, you know, saying hello as they go by. And we invite you to come on up and join us at Porky's Original Barbecue. It's a great day of baseball and barbecue at Porky's. Now, Greg, can you just kind of define a little bit? Because I know a lot of listeners, uh, our listeners are intimately involved in Little League. Others are not so much, um, you know, knowledgeable, but I'm sure they have an interest in it. And um, But what, what define majors, minors, and just kind of like uh, the various divisions? Um, the, the minors are 9- and 10-year-old kids. The majors are 11- and 12-year-old kids. Uh, the majors are the ones that you see at the Williamsport Tournament on ABC coming up at, in the beginning of August. Um, the, the minors, they have their own World Series tournament, but it takes, takes place in South Carolina. And but the the majors are the ones that get get all the hype. Now, how about seniors? Uh, senior seniors, division? there there is there is the intermediate tournament, which is the they call it the fifty seventy, because they they're trying to get the kids ready for the high school experience. So they move the pitcher's mound back to fifty feet and the uh, bases back to seventy feet from the original forty six and sixty that they have in the minors and majors. Um, the intermediate or 5070, those are the ones that we have coming here at the end of July in the intermediate regional world series. And those kids are 12 and 13 years old. And that is some really good baseball to watch. If you ever get a chance to watch those, matter of fact, they, the, 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 uh, intermediate world series, uh, ESPN showed the finals last year and they're supposed to be showing keep showing even more cause they bought, they bought the tournament. Um, our our team that we when we hosted the tournament last year, we had our eight teams that came in from Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, North and South Carolina, Virginia, and West Virginia. And the team from Florida, out of Wellington, Florida, is the one that won our tournament and went out to California to play in the World Series out there. And they won the American World Series, but got beat against Seoul, Korea, in the international. But those kids, uh, such a good group of kids. I mean. Very respectful, and they, it was just a good team ball game. They didn't have any all-stars. They had a bunch of really, really good players that played very well together. And they just, they, they pitched well. They hit well. It was it was just a whole lot of fun to watch. And the the, the, the seniors, I've become kind of, a, kind of attached to the intermediate kids just because of the fact that I got to do a little more with, with the upper uh, tournament with this. Very interesting. Thanks for that great overview. Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's baseball and barbecue on Sports Central today. Coming to you live with Greg Phillips representing a popular Little League right now. And then 
We um, later tonight we'll be back at seven from seven to eight at Porky's with a popular Blue Darter head baseball coach Eric Lassiter. He'll have three of his great players with us. They will include Nick Barber, senior pitcher and shortstop. Jonathan Alicia, a very versatile player, also a senior who played multiple outfield positions and was also a pitcher and played some infield as well. Also an excellent hitter. And Cameron Stewart, who had a huge year as a sophomore pitcher for the Blue Darters. It's all 7 p.m. tonight right here at Porky's Original Barbecue on Baseball and Barbecue on 1520 WBZW. Sponsored by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. No, Greg. You know it's great to hear about the great success um, that that Apopka has, and that, um, in the in the postseason and competitive against other towns and other regions. And of course, you know, we all remember on two thousand and one, Apopka Little League. They were the national champions, United States champions, and played yes. in the finals of the World Series. But another great thing about Little League, though, is that you don't have to be a great ball player or to, to participate and have a great experience participating in Little League. Can you t- talk about that aspect of Little League? Oh, that's very true. Um, if, if you have the want to play ball, Little League will, will welcome you in, and the coaches that we have here at Apopka are all so giving of their time because everyone's a volunteer. There's no one, there's no one paid to, to, to coach these teams. And the parents and coaches that give their time, they work with the kids to make sure that you can not only become a good ball player, but you can have a good time while you're doing it and learn the game. You can learn teamwork. You can learn sportsmanship. And everyone plays. There's not, it's, you, it, you don't sign your kid up and then he'll sit there and he may get in one game during the season. Everyone plays every game. Not all, not the whole game because you you you, you, only, you only have nine spots on the field. And matter of fact, last last season there were teams with 13, 13 kids on a team. So you had to you had to use your uh, time sparingly with the kids and get everyone in there playing and practice with them as much as you can. And and the 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 good thing about coaching is that when you get to see a kid at who has at the beginning of the season, uh, my my, my first team I ever got I ever coached. I had nine kids that had never played ball before in their life. And I spent the first six practices telling the kids, if you catch it, it won't hit you. And that season. <laughs> and, and, and showing them uh, w- which hand the glove goes on. Yeah, that's uh, sometimes you got to say. Or, or, or telling them it goes on, on a hand. Yeah, it goes on a hand. And by the way, now, now that you're at the plate, don't step on the plate, step beside it. Because that's where the pitcher's throwing the ball. But at the end, and that season, we didn't win a game. But. Every kid got better, and at the and and in and, and the final tournament, I had this team that had never won a game. We took the number one team in the league to a one run one run loss. We we, we lost eleven to ten to a team that that had only lost one game the whole season, and the, these kids were just ecstatic, and the parents were just so happy. They're like, I had I had coaches from other leagues coming over and watching my kids play. Because they saw them at the beginning of the season, and at the end of the season, these kids knew how to knew, knew what they were doing, and they actually came one run from 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 tying the ball game and two from winning, and, and going to the top team tournament. So when, that, 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 that's a great point, and that's why I really enjoy having you come on to talk about Little League, Greg. Is is you know, the, the, from my perspective, and you know, Little League literally was the best experience of my life. There are two main things to get to get from it. One is the experience of 
just as a learning experience. Learning experience for baseball, learning the fundamentals of baseball, learning teamwork, all those great things you, you learn through sports. Right. But also just the uh, bigger concepts, uh, and such as getting better, improving, setting goals, working hard and persevering, all those things. And, and I think that... Um, you know, oftentimes you know, we can we can get too hung up on winning and overemphasize winning to a, to a large extent, and and the core reason kind of gets lost. So I really appreciate you experience, uh, sharing that that experience with us about the pure reason of little league, and then the other reason, um, just as important, is for the kids to have fun. I mean, oh, yes. the whole point is to have these great learning experiences about baseball, about preparing for to life, and and you know, growing advancing through life but also to have fun when you're doing it and i think if if um you know, both of those elements aren't there it's, it's not all it should be and and i thank you for sharing your your perspective with it and and some of these great great um positive stories oh yes i will I, will I will sit there and be coaching third base and i'll get a and i'll have a kid that goes to goes to the plate and he'll be up he'll be worried and all that stuff and i'll look at him and go smile and he'll go what i go smile <laughs> he'll, he'll look at me he'll kind of half smile go, okay now go have fun hit the ball and I tell the boys, listen, I would rather have you strike out swinging than walk. I said, no one ever learned how to hit the ball walking. I said, go up there. If you if you see three good pitches and swing three times and miss, I'm happy. I said, you walk up there and hope you're going to walk. I'm not a happy person. I said, I, I, I'd like to be pitching against your team. <laughs> hey, hey. That, that, that season that we, went, that, we, that we never won a game, four or, f- four or five of those games, we out hit the other team. But they walked more than we did, and they, and, we're, and they walked some runs in. But we were hitting, and the end of the season, the pitching came back. The, the pitching started getting better, and the hitting was already there because I let the kids swing the bat. That's a great point. Don't don't be afraid to make a mistake. Yes. You know, and, and, and matter of fact, matter of fact, three of the kids that I had on that team are playing all stars majors right now. Great insights, real world insights from Greg Phillips. He's uh, how long have you been coaching the league, Greg? Uh, Little League, I've been coaching for five years. Six years. Six years. Six years. And, of course, you uh, played a lot before then, too. We're going to be back with Greg Phillips at Porky's. It's baseball and barbecue today on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're also pleased to be joined by an unexpected visitor. Coach Fred Priest is joining us on location at Porky's. We're going to talk to him when we come back, the Blue Darter Athletic Director. It's a great day to be a Blue Darter. It's a great day to come on up and enjoy baseball and barbecue at Porky's Original Barbecue. Please join us. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back to Baseball and Barbecue on Blue Darter Sports Central. Coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street, which is, of course is also known as Highway 441. Got a great show for you today, and I want to let you know we'll be back again tonight from 7 to 8 with more baseball and barbecue from Porky's on 1520 WBCW. We'll be speaking with Coach Eric Lassiter and some of his excellent Blue Darter baseball players, which include Nick Barber, Cameron Stewart, and Jonathan Alicier. Some other guys might be here as well. We encourage you to come on up and be here for a great celebration of a popular Blue Darter baseball tonight right here at Porky's. 
also want to let us know our Blue Dart Sports, let you know that Blue Dart Sports Central is sponsored by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find out more at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. And tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. Joined by Greg Phillips talking about Apopka Little League. Also, we're now pleased to be joined by athletic director at Apopka High School, Fred Priest. And and also, Coach Doug Matthews is joining us as well. And, uh, boy, you guys are really decked out in your nifty Apopka Blue Darter uh, you know, golf shirts. We need to figure out how to get one of those. That's <laughs> Joe and I <laughs> need to. But, uh, you got to talk to that golf coach. I know, I know. Anyway, um, Fred, we've had some you know, kind of you know, huge news, to say the least, when, I, uh, when we read the Apopka Chief today. And it looks like uh, Principal Doug Guthrie will be uh, leaving Apopka High School. Uh, what, what can you share with us about, about, that, about that situation? Yeah, um, they asked him to take the new school, which I think um, is, is a wise choice on, on the county's part. Um, I think if anybody uh, is going to start a new school uh, in the county and a school that's going to be, you know, that un- and have a principal that understands um, the uh, workings of a, of a school and what makes a school great, um, he's probably the guy in the county that can do that. I mean, uh, what makes a school great isn't just academics, and academics is obviously, support- obviously important. That's what you go to school for. But the co-curricular activities that take place in a, in a school building uh, a lot of times sets the tone for your for the attitude of your school, and um, he gets that. Um, so the athletic part of that is, is is important to him. The clubs, the band, uh, you know, the the arts, um, all those things uh, are important, and and to have high quality in those things is important. And so uh, there's not a better guy, you know, in the county to do that. So uh, giving them credit for picking the right guy. Um, having said that, that leaves us in a with a big hole uh, because to to find that guy anymore, uh, we've talked about it before. I think on this show is that 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 pool is shallow uh, of people that get that anymore. There's so much pressure to you know get get scores and you know pass tests and and do all these other things that we're losing sight of the co-curriculars that that are important. Uh, to the school building as well and and so we don't know what we're going to get uh, doug was at a meeting um last night that, that they had for the teachers and uh we were told that should have somebody by tuesday that we're going to know by the school board meeting on tuesday so it's rather quick turnaround but but we really don't have an idea who that person is we've talked a lot about it on the air, you know, and um, not in the context of, of Mr. Guthrie being transferred to another school, right. but but you know, just the importance other extracurricular activities or co-curricular activities mean to a school and mean to the educational process of so many students and also specifically in Apopka it's even one more level um, take it one more notch up with the with our community tradition correct you know the athletics is such a part of our tradition and our identity exactly. of our Apopka community and as you also said the reality is um, not everybody understands that um, and Mr. Gressley certainly did right. uh, with his background one of the 
many things, great things on his resume was he's a former coach, actually a former coach Correct. at Apopka. So he really <laughs> understood all those intangible factors that are that are so important and they're so di- directly related to success, success on the field in athletics, success off the field in athletics, and success in throughout the entire student body, uh, teaching the young people and preparing them to leave school and be functioning adults. Well, you know, back in the day, of course, you know, I'm an old guy. You know, old school. That's at the good. end of That's 30, thing. after 39, it's 39 years, but uh, you know, every just marvelous back in the early 90s. But she was also a former coach, and I mean, coaches got it. They understood it. Um, they they worked hard. They were very they were very organized. Um, they understood the big picture, you know, and that's why they were also made good administrators. Um, you know, I'm sure there were some along the way that didn't do very well, and and the, and the tide changed, and you know, the academic side of it, uh, you know, politicians got involved with it, and it just became different. And so we don't see that person hardly anymore. Um, not to say that the others are that all those are bad that haven't been. It's just that it takes a, it's now it's a special person that gets that instead of it's the norm. And so we're hoping we get that special person because, like you said, Apopka is a different community unlike any other in Orange County. And um, so my comment to one of our administrators downtown was, you know, we need to make sure that we get somebody here in Apopka that understands the importance of athletics to the community of Apopka and the role that it plays. And um, so we're hoping that that, uh, that's what they do. Well, thank you for being here to share with us and share about it with us in depth. And we'll just uh, you know, pray and, and hope that we, we get a, one of those good people out there. And we've been very fortunate over, over the past to, to be able to do that, been very blessed. You know, of course, my father was one of them, and certainly the, God's hand was in him coming to a popular. There's a great story there about how, you know, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways exactly. to deliver yeah. him here. Yeah. So um, we'll just hope and pray that we get another one of those outstanding people that certainly understand the, the role of athletics and Blue Darter football and co-curricular activities and uh, in, in our community and in the development of the young people and, and the success of their educational process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now let's go back to Greg Phillips. And Greg, what else about a popular Little League can you, can you share with us? Um, well, you can. That you'd like to share right now. The um, the fall season is coming up in about, about almost two months now, um, and you can go ahead and you can sign up now for fall season. And there's actually a a discount if you if you sign your kids up now as opposed to um, two weeks before the, the season starts, uh, which is something we we have quite often. It's usually the uh, day of the uh, tryouts and the draft. We have ten to twenty kids that have not signed up and all of a sudden their parents go okay we want their kid in now and it's like okay no problem because the the day that opening day we can still have kids that will come in and we'll allow them to come in and play little league but it's a little bit easier on the uh, coaches and the little league um, management if you sign up early so we know how many kids how many teams we're going to have because we've gone uh, fall we, we can have two weeks before vic the season starts we'll have four teams in the majors and opening day we've got seven so it, it, it makes it makes it a little bit rough on on the coaches to say okay who, we, we haven't seen this kid try out we're not not sure if he's any good or not or what, what we can we need to work on so you're not really sure where how to draft them so it, it's 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 better if you get them to sign up early not much it saves money 
It's usually like twenty to twenty-five dollars less to sign up early as it does the, the day of day of uh, opening day of, of registration. Um, fall is the time when all the coaches get together and it is teaching. During spring, during spring uh, season, that's when it is a little more competitive, and you're working towards a top team tournament and all stars. But in the fall, they, they call that the learning time because that's when all that's when all the kids come out and you're not you're not playing for anything but a end of season tournament, and the the coaches go out with a teach attitude. And it doesn't matter win or lose is, isn't the issue. It's a matter of getting the kids better over, over the winter so they, so they come in in the spring and be ready to go for the tournaments. Getting a great overview of Apopka Little League from Greg Phillips. And uh, we're also pleased to be joined by Coach Fred Priest, Athletic Director at Apopka, and also Coach Doug Matthews, Assistant Athletic Director and, of course, Head Coach of our Outstanding Soccer Program at Apopka. And, Greg... Um, why don't we tell us, share with us a little bit about we ta- you talked about you've been involved for about five years now. Um, what led you to become involved? Because I know you, you're a busy guy. Everybody's busy. Um, you know, it's, it, and it's a big time. Having been a former Little League coach myself, it's a, it's a, it's a huge time commitment, just a commitment in general to, to take on the role that you and your other coaches and people that run the league uh, do. Um, what, what led you to, to, to make this a part of your life? Well, my, my stepson... Um, is is the main reason why I'm coaching now. When he was younger, um, I didn't I didn't have he, he didn't he didn't start playing until he was seven years old, till eight eight years old, because I didn't think he was ready. Um, I played from the time I was four years old and up. The thing is, I loved baseball growing up. When I was growing up, there you 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 had baseball on TV and that was it. I had three channels on TV. So there wasn't a whole lot to do, and I had a baseball field a block away from my house. And, so, and you had to get up and go to the TV and change the channel too. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it was never, people wouldn't believe yes. kids wouldn't believe that. And, and, and it was it. never for a channel that I wanted. It was always whatever channel Dad wanted. Um, it so, so, so I grew up playing baseball, and I didn't. I, I, I knew the love of the game, and I knew that if with my stepson Austin, if I had pushed him. Like I was pushed, he's a little different than I was. He had he he has all the all the extra extracurricular stuff that he can do now with video games and all that stuff, and so he wasn't ready for it. So when I finally saw that he was ready to play ball, um, I was I wasn't going to coach the first year, but I was asked to. So I go well, I'll give it a shot and see how it works. And I, I enjoyed the ability to teach kids. And to have fun with the kids so much that I've been coaching ever since. And the first t- the first time you get a kid who has never played ball before to get a hit and get on base, it is it, your whole heart explodes because you you're, you've helped this kid and he's happy. And I'm sure who's happier, you or him. So it, it just kind of kept going from there. And I've I've coached Austin. He'll be, he'll be 12 tomorrow. And. Um, I've coached him all the way up through, and he's he decided he's gonna, he's played so much in the last five years that he's like, I'm going to take summer off. I said, okay, fine, take summer off. And he's he's going to be playing at Cooper Sports doing doing soccer over the summer, just take a little time off for the baseball. And I said, well, if you got to take time off, I don't want him playing the video games and being on the computer the whole summer. And if he goes playing soccer.
in real good shape. I'm not That's sure if he right. realizes exactly I, I, <laughs> how good a shape he's going to be yeah, in. Exactly, exactly <laughs> what there is to the to the to the soccer issue. But I'm going okay, fine. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. So, and and I I I, under, I, I played multi sports my whole life. I, I was baseball, football, and basketball from the time I was little. So multi sports is a good thing, and soccer is one of the best out there to keep get to get to get in shape for for fall. And I said, tell you what, do soccer over the summer. And then in the fall, go back, go back to playing baseball, and do soccer also. And I, I, said, I said, however, you're an A student now. You're going to keep it that way. I said, we'll, we'll, we'll cut, we'll cut the computers and the and the Xbox down before we cut down any of the sports. That's right. So, That's good leadership. So, good direction. So he, Sounds something I'd like I'd read. And you're the gatekeeper, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which is the book, of course, by written by Coach Fred Priest. Well, Greg, we're really happy you're here joining us. Of course, you're a regular contributor on Blue Daughter Sports Central and to 1520 WBZW, but it's given great insight into not only what's happening specifically with Apopka Little League, but also the philosophy behind it and the overall mission and the way that you guys and you and your other associates of Apopka Little League really teach the game to the youngsters. Friends, please stay with us. It's baseball and barbecue today on 1520 WBZW. We're here at Porky's Original Barbecue. Come up and see us. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Greg Phillips about Apopka Little League and Coach Fred Priest and Coach Doug Matthews of Apopka High School. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central, and welcome back to today's special presentation on Blue Darter Sports Central, Baseball and Barbecue, featuring our friends over at Porky's Original Barbecue. We're pleased to be joined on our show by Greg Phillips, representing Apopka Little League, by Coach Fred Priest, Athletic Director at Apopka High School, and by Coach Doug Matthews, soccer coach and leader of the soccer program at Apopka and Assistant Athletic Director. We'll be back tonight with another edition of Baseball and Barbecue from Porky's featuring a popular Blue Darter baseball, both this year's outstanding 2016 team, which was 26-3, and had one of the best seasons we've had in about 10 years or so, had a lot of accomplishments, both in terms of team and individuals. We're pleased to be joined on the show by three of those great players, Nick Barber, senior pitcher and shortstop, Jonathan Alicia, a real uh, versatile player who played multiple outfield positions, infield and pitched, mm-hmm. and also Cameron Stewart, who was a huge, um, you know, pleasant surprise as a sophomore pitcher, an outstanding one, and Coach Lasser. And of course, we'd probably talk a little bit about some of the excellent, other excellent teams and eras and coaches and players of Apopka Blue Daughter Baseball. It's all tonight right here at Porky's. Come on up and join us. Now, before we go back, I want to remind you once again, our program is sponsored by our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic and Burn Fat Orlando. Dr. Patrick St. Germain has worked with athletes at all levels, from youth sports to high school athletes to elite college athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Now back to Fred Priest and Greg Phillips. Now, Greg, I was going to asking, you know, like everything else in, in life, there's always a, a downside to everything. And, you know, youth sports, um, 
the downside is oftentimes coaches get too carried away with the winning aspect or or aren't nurturing or teaching enough and um, you know just just take it take things too seriously other times parents can take things too seriously and you talk about um, you know not wanting to put pressure on to provide good parental leadership for your stepson Austin and guide him in the right directions but sometimes parents get a little too carried away and it, the whole experience comes a nightmare for the for the kid uh, can you just talk about how you avoid that personally yourself and how how uh, you know your colleagues in a popular little league you know, avoid those those pitfalls well most of the time the parents are the biggest issue with little league um, you have a lot of parents who believe that their kid just signed a contract to play for the <laughs> chicago cubs or the new york yankees or they're being courted by them already and the kid hasn't even taken a swing so the the parents are are, are far as i guess they're the biggest issue so i i try to get that out of the way the the first day of practice and i have a about a half hour meeting with the parents and kids on the bleachers before i even get them out on the field and let them know that i'm going my, my job is to make sure the kids have fun, make sure the kids learn, and make sure the kids do well in school. I said, and 90% of the time, school is the first thing. Because if I hear any of my any of my kids get in trouble, any of my players get in trouble in school, they'll sit. I don't care who they are, they'll sit the next game. The Little League says I have to play them a certain amount, and that's all they'll play. So I let the kids know right away, listen, don't mess up in school because I'll find out about it. And you're here to have fun and learn. And part of learning is learning in school. So that, that first uh, meeting I have with the parents is when I let the parents know, listen, if this isn't how you want your kids taught in baseball, I have no problems with you going, going to the director and saying, listen, put my, my son on another team. Because we're out here to have fun. We're out here to learn. None of these kids have a, have a major league contract. And I was watching. I was watching the first first round of the Major League Baseball draft last night, and none of those kids from Little League <laughs> that, that were nine through twelve years old got drafted last night. So much as a surprise of some of their parents. Yeah, yeah. So so when 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 fall, when, when fall comes up, I'm going to say, listen, I was watching the draft. None of your kids got drafted. We're here to have fun and learn. So here's how it's going to be. If you don't like it, you I have like I said, I have no problems having you let your kid go somewhere else and play for another coach. Um, I have no idea what other coaches do because um, I've never sat in on any of their on any of their any of their practices. Or I, I've seen co- kids co- coach out there, and there's uh, on my teams. There's only one kid that gets yelled at on my team, and that's Austin. Now I, I may have to talk talk up to talk because to because he takes a walk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's a walk often. He you might be able to tell I, I got a few walks back in the day, but anyway, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh no, no, no. I, I, the, only, the only time I'll, I'll, I'll yell at him is if he doesn't hustle, because there, there's no excuse for not hustling. Exactly. That's the one. And, and I tell, I tell the kids, listen. And I believe I, I'm, I was, I, I grew up a Chicago Bears fan, and Walter Payton was one of the one of my biggest heroes, and he said, practice hard. So the games are easy, and I tell the kids, "Listen, we're going to practice hard. We're going to we're going to have fun. We're going to practice hard, and we're going to learn now. So when we get to the game, you know what you're doing. All you have to do is is show what we've taught, what we've learned during during practice, and the games are the easy part. And a lot of the kids buy into it. You have some that are going, "Ah, oh, I'm not going to." 
Well, I, I had a kid that was seven years old that I, I tried to teach him to toss, underhand toss from, from short to second base. He goes, listen, I'm not playing softball. <laughs> oh, <it's seven. laughs> that's yeah, great. Yeah, that's I'm going, great. I'm going, wait a minute. That's great. First of all, first of all, that's I, great. I, I, I pulled I pulled up a YouTube video of his, uh, of, of of Ryan Sandberg <laughs> from second base to short. So I go. By the way, he's in the Hall of Fame. He tosses underhand. You don't have to play softball to toss the ball underhand. There's a reason for it. But I, I love the kid's spunk, though. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not playing softball. I'm playing softball. <laughs> <laughs> A great point about Walter Payton. Yeah, he's always been one of my heroes and favorite players too. And you made a great point. You know, not, he was not only was he the most talented player on the Bears, and in many cases in the league. Yes. Um, he was also the hardest working player on the Bears. Yes. And I'd read that. Of course, you know, I've learned not to believe everything I read. Of course, through the media. But I, one of my great experiences, I had a chance to interview Mike Ditka, his coach in person, just like we're sitting here now, and I asked him about that, and he said, that is true. Walter Payton was the hardest working player on the Bears. Oh, yes, yes. His, his, his off the through throughout, throughout the Illinois area because there were times people would see him running, and they, they, he'd find places to find hills to run during offseason, and it was just one of the most perfectly tuned, fine-tuned athletes when the season came came in training camp was nothing well oh we got training camp coming up that was that was cake work and that's why that's why like for the for the kids listen we get to the game have fun because you've you've put the work in now now show what you can do see those are two things that um that you don't have to have skill for that you've talked about you don't have to have skill to to work hard and you don't have to have skill to hustle you know you don't have to have any skill to do those two things and those things will make you better a better player exactly. and they'll make yeah. your team better yeah because a lot of times there's excuses about why i didn't make a play or why i didn't do this because you know i'm just not good enough but but those two things you don't have to be good enough you can do those two things yes and and i would i believe in a team mentality and i will play a a kid who is maybe one a kid who is who has the natural talent because I know that this kid's going to come up with that play. The other kid's going to make an amazing play, but the other kid's going to come up with the rest of them. Yeah, there's no question. I think, um, to me, as again as an old guy, the perfect example to me, and, and a lot of people might not like him off the field, but Pete Rose was on the. There field were probably that. a lot of people that had more talent than Pete Rose had. I mean, you could probably count a lot of them that never made it to the show that had more talent than Pete Rose, but. His was all, I mean, Charlie Hustle, come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the reason it was Charlie Hustle, not Charlie All-Star. Exactly. He, he, he worked his way into a Hall of Fame career, one of the best players in exactly. the history of the game. And he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And that's a whole different story. Yeah, I'll, I'll debate you on that one. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's the one that ruined it for himself. But in, in terms of on the field, on the field, he's a, a, a great role model. Exactly. Uh, on, on the field, I find it hard to believe that he would actually – that he would actually bet against himself. I do too. I agree never, with him. Well, he was ma- he was managing. Now, now, he was managing. Yeah, now, as far as managing, well, if you, I, if I you owe see, mi- hundreds of thousands, we've got of a great one going now. Go. Baby. If you owe hundreds of thousands of dollars, and guys are going to come and break your legs, we're talking baseball. Might affect your judgment. Know it, right? Listen to him. It's going to be a little give and take. Like baseball is so pure. Come on, come on. Who's the guy, Perry? And I have no problem with him going in as a player and not. 
And, and yeah, again, okay, no manager. Not, not as a manager. <laughs> but as a player, you cannot say that that man was not, an hall, was not a Hall of Fame player. I mean, come on. I'm with You got three against one, dude. You're losing this one. You might have some people out there listening that are on your side, but not at this table. Hey, Pete, Pete Rose manager? No way. Pete Rose player? I think he's in all No way better against Absolutely. his own team. Absolutely. Hall of Fame player. Every clubhouse... Major League to Minor League that says, do not bet on baseball, you'll be banned from the game. So uh, that's true. You know, you're that. right so, about that. Yeah. That, that. You are right and about he's that. He's the one that made all those decisions. Yeah. Yes. He's I got a good that. point. I understand that. Still should but, be in but, the Hall of Fame. As a player, he should yeah. be in but the Hall of Fame. But as a player, yeah. <laughs> if you want to show an example of, of how to play the game, he's the first. No I think Rose is no the first question. one you yeah. look to. Absolutely. In fact, I got a short anecdote before we go to break. Spring training. It went to, um, you know, growing up here, we had to lend it back in the, the day, the good old days, the old school days. The twins trained at Tinker Field. Yeah. And it was a tradition to go. And, you know, it's one of those sadly sad things that's sadly gone by. But, you know, small ballpark, you get to see the players, the whole nine yards. But uh, um, I remember one time the Yankees were coming when I was a little kid. Hadn't figured it all out yet. And um, that's when they had, you know, um, Mickey Mantle and all those guys and Whitey Ford and, so I was all excited to go in, and my dad was excited too. We go, and all the star players aren't aren't there, which, uh, which you know, kind of figure out in, in spring training. That's kind right. of the way it is. So over the years, I kind of came to learn that you know, if you went to see a game, you weren't necessarily going to play the starting lineup, or, the, or especially probably not going to see the the star players on the road team. Anyway, went to a game to see the Reds when about the time I was in high school, and uh, and, and they played the whole. It was the big red machine. They played the whole starting lineup to start the game. Wow. Rocky Anderson, all the guys. Anyway. Rose gets up, you know, and, I, and I'm used to just kind of this lackadaisical attitude on the part of the veterans. Uh, he's, he nails a line drive single, gets on first. Somebody hits a, a routine single into right center. He goes flying around second. Fly, nobody else would even gone to third. Flying into third, head first slide, dust the whole nine yards and makes it. But I'm like, that shows what Pete Rose right. was as a player. This is spring training. training. Yeah. And this is the guy hitting what in the hole. I know. We'll What's right wrong with this yeah. guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be a great show just right. You can spend an hour on that show. But to, oh, yeah. Anytime I want to get the phones ringing, just bring up Pete Rose Hall of Fame. Oh, my oh, yeah, god. Yeah, we'll we, we, we right back. Oh. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. It's baseball and barbecue on Blue Daughter Sports Central today on, and on 1520 WBCW today. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined by Joe Ferraro, coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue. And, boy, the people, there's a line outside and there's a line of cars <laughs> lining up to get a parking spot. So we encourage you to come on up for a great lunch at Porky's Original Barbecue today. On our program right now, we're featuring Greg Phillips of Apopka Little League, and we're talking about Apopka Little League on the program. We're also pleased to be joined by Fred Priest, athletic director at Apopka High School, and by Doug Matthews, head of the soccer program and head soccer coach at Apopka, of course, one of the elite programs at Apopka High School, and Doug is also the assistant athletic director as well. Before we go back to Coach Matthews and Coach Priest and Greg Phillips, I want to remind you, we'll be up here again tonight on a special Friday night edition of Blue Daughter Sports Central, highlighting a pop-up Blue Daughter Baseball, 7 p.m., 7 to 8 p.m. live. And come on up. It'll be a great celebration of a pop-up Blue Daughter Baseball. Coach Eric Lasseter will join us in person. Three excellent players will join us. Jonathan Alicia, senior 
versatile player, Nick Barber, senior st- shortstop and pitcher, and Cameron Stewart, the outstanding sophomore pitcher, will be here. And hopefully and look forward to seeing a lot of their parents and friends and supporters. If you're a fan of Apocalypse Blue Water Baseball, come up and join us tonight at Porky's Original Barbecue. And we'll be talking about other eras, other great coaches, other great players. So if you're any kind of a part or fan of Apocalypse Blue Water Baseball, former player, whatever, come up and join us at Porky's tonight for baseball and barbecue. Now now back to um, now, Coach, now Fred, you had uh, a lot of things happening over the summer. Um, marketing opportunities, sponsor opportunities, and uh, Coach Matthews handles that. And you know, can y'all share, fill us in on, on those developments? Absolutely. Thanks. Twice today, then? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, good. All right. Uh, but anyway, I want to dug. And, and there's a lot of writing on the menu, so you can, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, know, you, can you can get, you can get started. Well, yeah, so work your way yeah, down it. Same thing. Um, Anyway, we got Doug. Doug's here. Doug's handling um, our selling of our banners and ads and that kind of thing. So I'm going to let him talk about that real quick. I know he's already been in touch with a, a lot of folks here in town. So I'm going to let him talk about that and, and uh, get out of your way. Well, thank you all because, you know, school's out. But August, uh, the uh, football season's going to hit us fe- sooner than we uh, really expected to, which is good news, though, because we love football here in Apopka and all the other sports but yeah businesses that would like to um, have their ads in our football program or we have banners that will go up on the stadium in the gym and at the baseball field and they are up for a year Uh, we have all opportunities that information businesses information and again it's great opportunity because think about the crowds we have at football the uh, activities out on the football field, it goes all year long with soccer, with uh, lacrosse, with flag football. So their banner will be up from August to June. So please contact us. But what a great opportunity to sponsor Apopka Sports at, uh, here in Apopka, Florida. Plus they can do the ads on the radio as well during, during the football games and any other games that you guys do. So like Doug said, uh, get, a, get a hold of us and we'll get started on that early. Absolutely. We encourage all of our friends and listeners to support Apopka Blue Water football and Apopka Blue Water athletics. Now, Fred, why don't we, um, in our final segment, it's always great to talk football on Blue Water Sports Central and kind of give us an overview as we uh, wrapped up the spring. You know, Co- even Coach Darlington was, seemed, seemed to be pleased with the I know, spring. right? That's different, isn't it? <laughs> it's hard to get him to smile uh, this early in the, in the process. But, but uh, you know, I, I know one thing it's always great to talk to Coach because you know he, he has such an innovative mind and he always does things his, his own way, but he always has a reason for doing everything that he does. Absolutely, and it's just great to talk to him through the process because everything they do, every every pretty much every rep, every every uh, session, every segment at practice, every day had a specific um, you know responsibility or mission, and um, you know we had a great spring. Then he had the, the blue daughter, blue and white scrimmage, uh, which he had certain goals for that and a certain way of doing that. He, um, then, then we had the, the jamboree where we played a half against two different teams, Kissimmee and Lake Gibson, and performed very well. Um, but just kind of give us an um, an update on where we are now as, as the team finishes has finished up spring practice and looks ahead to preparing for fall practice. Yeah, they're you know they're already they felt they finished up the year in the weight room in class. Uh, you know they'll take they'll have just a little bit of time off here before they really get back at the summer conditioning and and that kind of thing. They'll be going to uh, camp this summer like they always do uh, to FCA camp. 
uh, team camp. They'll do that this summer. Uh, and then, like Doug said, I mean, the the school year starts early for us. We go back, you know, earlier in August this year, so that we're done with the semester at Christmas time, and and so uh, it'll be on them really quick. Uh, you know, our first uh, our classic is in, at the end of July, uh, where Lake City Columbia will be coming in here. Uh, so all of that's gonna July. July? I mean, end of August. I'm sorry, not not quite that. They start practice at the end of July. I think it's August 19th. Yeah, August 19th is when we start school, and then that classic. But you know the the, the um, you know the thing for him will be like it always is for us. You know, we're going to get better every week, and and hopefully it's timed out for the playoffs, and we're in that. But you know, we felt like I think a lot of us collectively felt like it's as good as we've looked in a while in the spring, which is saying a lot when you play for three straight state championships. So uh, so the anticipation is high. We're going to play a lot of games early at home. So we'll be road warriors late in the season, which, you know, really kind of plays for us because we're better towards the end of the season. So, you know, when you play on the road, if you're better uh, during that time of the year, that's good. So we got four out of our first five games are at the house, so... Uh, if we can stay dry, uh, you know, we're hoping we'll get some good crowds and we'll get off to a good start and, and be able to continue that on the road. So that's what we're looking forward to. Looking forward to it, absolutely. And, of course, we'll be uh, looking forward to covering the games right here on 1520 WBCW once again. Uh, Greg, thanks for coming up to join us and give us a great overview on the popular Little League. I appreciate it. Yeah, right. I want to say, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. This is the kind of people we need running new sports. Uh, everything that he said today is, is is I don't know if he's making it up. But he made it up right, okay? Because uh, he's got I'm, the tra- he's got no, a track record. No, I'm telling you because there's not. I don't know if there's a lot of him out there, but those are the kinds of people our youth need so that when they do get to high school, they get it. They yeah. get what the, what it means that, that you know what hard work means, what it means to to do the right things, and and again, that's why a pop is a special place. And so, Greg, I want to congratulate you on that. And, I, I appreciate it. And by the way. Um, July 21st through 26th, the Intermediate 5070 World Series Regional Tournament is coming to Apopka again, like just like the last two years. And we've got the top eight 13-year-old baseball players teams coming down here for a week to play baseball to see who goes to the Intermediate World Series in California. And we're, we're, we're fundraising as much as we can get to be able to put this tournament on. Absolutely. We'll look forward to encourage everybody to, to help you out with that. And thanks for being here. Fred? Thank you for joining us. Thank you. For Appreciate contributions. it. Coach Matthews, thank you for joining thank us you. once again. Thank, thank you for the great work that you do. Uh, uh, absolute pleasure working with this guy and, and with you guys on Fridays. And certainly, Fred, we appreciate what you do, setting the tone at Apopka High School and the right culture and the, and the right values. And we look forward to working with you once again. Well, friends, that's going to do it for this show. Come back and see us tonight at 7 p.m. as we highlight Apopka Blue Darter basketball on Baseball and Barbecue on 1520 WBCW. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.